Good morning. Today we will examine EU-Russia relationship in light of Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny's ongoing trial at a Russian court. We will then discuss the COVID situation in Israel as the country steadily heads towards normalizing activities, and finally look at the possibility of Visa adding cryptocurrencies to its payment network. Today is Monday, the 22nd of February. I am Arunava, and you're listening to the Leaders Brief by Ego Monk. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov was recently quoted by local media as saying that he is willing to mend the country's relationship with the European Union, but accused the EU of unilaterally destroying beneficial diplomatic agreements between the two blocs. Addressing the press at St. Petersburg last week, Mr. Lavrov said that Brussels has time and again failed to adhere to diplomatic protocol since its failed role in the 2014 Maidan protests in Ukraine. Going back on his previous statement that Moscow was ready to break ties with the EU, the Russian foreign minister, however, said that Russia would be ready if the EU decided to restore relations. The already deteriorating relationship between the EU and Russia hit rock bottom this year after the Kremlin detained Russian activist Alexei Navalny. The lawyer-turned-opposition leader was arrested by state police on January 17th, leading to large-scale protests across the country, in the strongest resistance the Putin government has seen in years. All Western forces, including the 27 EU nations, the United Kingdom and the United States of America, have since then ramped up pressure on the Kremlin, accusing Moscow of suppressing democratic freedom and demanding the immediate release of Navalny. The EU has threatened fresh sanctions on Russia if it failed to free the jailed Kremlin critic who is presently undergoing trial for alleged libel against a World War II veteran. The European Union's Minister for Foreign Affairs, Joseph Borrell, wrote in a blog post last week, quote, Russia is progressively disconnecting itself from Europe and looking at democratic values as an existential threat, and that will be for member states to decide the next steps, and yes, these could include sanctions, end quote. In light of the threat, the Russian foreign minister said that economic relations with the EU have been hurt by sanctions and little has been left of EU-Russia relations. Mr. Lavrov also pointed out that Russia continues to maintain individual diplomatic ties with the EU nations, even outside the bloc. It should be mentioned here that last October, the EU had imposed sanctions on six top Russian officials and a Russian chemical weapons research center, accusing them of direct involvement in a poisoning attack on Navalny. The EU and Russia's relations have steadily deteriorated in the last six years after the EU sanctioned Moscow over its annexation of Crimea from Ukraine. However, the EU continues to depend on Russia for a significant amount of energy, and further strains on their friendship could put the future of several Russian projects with individual countries under hold. Of them, the Nord Stream 2 project remains significant as it might dangerously damage Germany's gas supplies as it moves towards a greener power grid. The European Union's foreign ministers are scheduled to discuss Russia today. Moving on to West Asia, Israel, which has successfully vaccinated a majority of its citizens from the 2019 coronavirus, has partially reopened its international airport. Israel's borders have remained closed since January 25th as a preventive measure to stop further spread of the SARS-CoV-2 virus or any freshly mutated strains of it. On 14th February, ministers had voted on a proposal to reopen Ben Gurion Airport on February 20, limiting the number of people permitted to enter the country to 2,000 per day in a first step towards returning normalcy on travel to and from the country. Israel, which has recorded over 7 million cases with at least 5,000 deaths due to COVID-19 till last Sunday, was facing one of the worst outbreaks in the world till November last year and was forced to impose strict lockdowns on movement. However, a swift vaccination drive has armed Tel Aviv with the ability to decrease COVID threats within the country, and Israel may allow all businesses to operate in full capacity by the end of March. Till last week, Israel had vaccinated 6.4 of its 8.6 million people. To add to its vaccination success, a recent study by the Khalid Health Services 
Israel's largest health provider, stated that the Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine is 94% effective in preventing symptomatic COVID-19 and 92% effective in averting serious cases of the disease. The survey compared 600,000 fully vaccinated individuals with 600,000 unprotected Israelis to gather data and make the assessment. Moving on to some tech news, in a positive development for virtual currencies, international payment system Visa said it would be allowing its cardholders to buy and sell cryptocurrencies in countries where virtual currencies are not banned by legislation. Visa CEO Alfred Kelly was quoted by media houses as saying that his company is in a position to make cryptocurrencies more safe, usable and applicable and may add them to the company's payments network. In the company's fiscal first quarter 2021 earnings call with analysts, Mr. Kelly said that the cryptocurrency market can be roughly divided into two segments, with the first including fiat-backed digital currencies like stablecoins and central bank digital currencies, and the second including traditional currencies like Bitcoin. Russian state-owned RIAN quoted the Visa chief as saying that the company's strategy would be to interact with crypto wallets and crypto exchanges to enable users to purchase these currencies using their Visa credentials in countries where it is not contrary to local laws. The company has partnered with the First Boulevard New Bank in the USA to allow Visa clients to buy, store, and sell digital assets via the Anchorage Cryptocurrency Bank. Notably, a high risk of inflation to tackle plunging economies caused by long pandemic-induced lockdowns boosted investments in cryptocurrencies. In the last six months, the most popular cryptocurrency Bitcoin saw a 400% increase in its value. The second largest cryptocurrency Ether has risen by almost 1000% in the past year. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomong helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcome by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomong.com that is i-n-s-i-g-h-t-s dot e-g-o-m-o-n-k dot c-o-m to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomong.com.